Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Can you believe this? Looking to push tempo here, the Pelicans. Hold that follow through. He posed. That's right. This is what takes you to another level. Well, after that new intro, you might be wondering what the Pell is up with my favorite Pelicans podcast, Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans with your host, Elliot Clough. We got to give a shout out to producer Andrew Simmons for putting that together, that little bit of uh, intro, including Joel Myers and Antonio Daniels, guys who do the announcing for New Orleans Pelicans games uh, on Fox Sports New Orleans. So excellent, excellent stuff there from Andrew Simmons. And thank you so much to him. That guy is talented. If you're looking for any audio production you can get in contact with the podcast, respond to a tweet or anything like that, and we will get you in contact with Mr. Simmons. He does excellent, excellent stuff. And Andrew actually just started up his very own company, Blue Dot Productions. So you can find them on Instagram. It is at B-L-U-D-O-T Productions. And that's the same spelling for his company name, Blue Dot Productions. He does some excellent, excellent stuff. So you can find them online. Head over to their Instagram. Not only do they do audio, but Andrew helps with logos, graphic design, videography, podcasting, and even more. So he's currently working on putting together a website and spicing up some social media a bit. So you can find them there once again on Instagram at B L U D O T Productions. Also, the, the introduction for Pro Pels Talk with uh, Justin Napoli and Ross Teveno, two friends of this podcast as well. They just had Ollie Cosell on today too. So if, once you're done with this podcast, you can head over there and listen to that one. Also, if you missed this last episode of Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans, of which we posted on Saturday of this last week with David Grubb, Grubb excuse me, of Sports 1280 and Hard in the Paint 10 to 12 a.m. to p.m. every day in New Orleans. You can check it out. It was, of course, like I said, our last podcast. And it's trending to be our most listened to podcast. It's almost there already. We've been in business here at Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans since January. And we just released this podcast on Saturday. And it's about to be our most listened podcast. So we're uh, we're doing some good stuff. Uh, really appreciate David coming on the podcast this last week. So to continue today, before you go listen to that podcast, you're going to want to listen to this one too. Got some news as of, I think, a couple days ago. LaMarcus Aldridge will be out for the remainder of the season in 2020, including the regular season and the postseason. So 
It looks like it had to do something with his shoulder, right shoulder we're looking at, uh, Twitter at the moment. The procedure was to repair rotator cuff damage and right shoulder from an injury suffered against the Utah Jazz on February 21st. That is per Christopher Johnson or at that dude in the army. So uh, I'm not sure if that's if that's super credible, but uh, looks like it's going to be pretty difficult for the Spurs to make their 22nd consecutive playoff appearance. Uh, that's going to help out the Pelicans a lot. Obviously, uh, NBA fans, NBA commentators never want to see players get hurt. It, it can, in some sense, delegitimize teams that do make the playoffs. In this case, I don't think so. I think the Pelicans are a better team. I think the Blazers are a better team. I think the Grizzlies are a better team than the Spurs this year, despite the roster and despite the talent that uh, the the Spurs have and coaching by Greg Popovich. This just wasn't looking like a playoff year for them. They are the 12th seed in the playoffs. So um, I know against the, the Pelicans in Zion's debut, they probably wouldn't have beat the Pelicans had Zion been completely healthy. Uh, he did hit those four threes, which is fairly air uncharacteristic of, of Zion. But in, in any case, uh, I think had he played the entire game, it would have been much closer. Marcus Aldridge, obviously a, a big piece in that one. Playing in 35 minutes, going 12 of 20 from the field. 7 of 8 from the free throw line. 14 rebounds, ending with 30 two points so that'll be a big factor playing against the pelicans in this regular season looks like Derek favors did play in that game and and so did jackson hayes and i'm assuming those are the two guys that defended lamarcus aldridge and, and Derek favors is obviously if not the best defender on the team one of the best and we got a factor in that game too brandon ingram went six of 22 from the field and that like i said that was zion's first game so Meshing with everyone on the f on the floor at that point in time was probably a little bit difficult. Pelicans shot 38.9% from three. Um, so, and also the the Spurs shot 50% over 50% from the field. So, that one was kind of a a uh, blip on the radar. But Pelicans are definitely going to benefit from Lamarcus Aldridge being out for the regular season and the playoffs. So. We'll see what happens, but throw Kenny Hustle and Drew Holiday on uh, DeMar DeRozan, and I think this is going to be a wrap in the, in the regular season at the very least. Spurs will probably play pretty hard at, at their at their best early on in the season, early on the remainder of the season, I should say, before they continue, um, and, and they'll probably lose. They'll probably lose and then, and get, then go uh, – probably the first couple games, and then go full-on exhibition mode, not playing guys like DeMar DeRozan um, and, and others. So um, Spurs effectively basically out of the playoff race going forward this season. We'll see if they want to retain DeMar DeRozan, if DeRozan wants to stay there or not. Um, lots happening in the offseason with San Antonio. Greg Popovich, I'm assuming, will come back. I'm thinking he's going to want to coach until the day he dies, which that would be awesome. Love Greg Popovich. Um, so we'll see. Um, now that the season has a plan to go forward, uh, Andrew Lopez, who covers the New Orleans Pelicans for ESPN, had some tweets this last couple days. And those were in response to some news coming out of the Pelicans camp. 
So we've got a couple talking points from Lopez. He's got some inside inside information. If you want to follow Andrew on on uh, Twitter, it's underscore Andrew underscore Lopez. He does some excellent stuff for ESPN, some writing and, and coverage over the Pelicans. So he tweeted in reference to the league coming back, and he talked about whether or not Darius Miller would contribute this remainder of the regular season. He said this is actually still up in the air. Miller has continued his rehab throughout quarantine. His status for Orlando won't be determined until the Pels go through pre-bubble training camp. If he is unable to go, uh, he said he'd think he'd one of the two-way guys fill his spot on the roster. So that'd be Zylan Cheatham or uh, Josiah Gray. So I personally think Darius Miller is done after this season. I don't think he'll play. Uh, he's really just a shooter, not a defensive guy in the slightest, just coming off that torn Achilles. Uh, it's really difficult for guys to come back and play well in the league. Just ask former Pelican DeMarcus Cousins. So that's uh, going to be a doubtful on my end. Uh, I think that Miller contributed quite a bit for a little while, but he's just, I think he could get signed by a lesser team maybe. Uh, this offseason, like, I don't know, the the Suns who would like a, a veteran on their roster and are SOL when it comes to signing valuable veterans. No offense to Darius Miller, but he's just not going to be as valuable as a lot of those other veterans this offseason that the Pelicans probably could go after or, or younger teams like the Suns could go after as well or the Kings. So another hot topic that's been big between us guys at the Bird rights is the future of Didi Luzada. It's a Brazilian basketball player. Pelicans drafted him in the second round of this last year's NBA draft. He went over to play in Australia in the meantime, but he is was wearing Pelicans gear in a recent workout video. So Pelicans fans and our skies at the Bird rights are getting pretty excited about that. And from what I heard, this was on Propel's talk, and Jake Madison has said it a few times, who hosts Locked On Pelicans, that Griff, uh, David Griffin has said that they are super excited about Didi Luzada. He's a two-way guy. He's a two-way guy. He's young. He's a really high ceiling, I guess. And he the, the question to Andrew was if he'll be able to come to camp this offseason, not this offseason, but this preparation for the, remain, or the remainder of the regular season and he will not be able to. The Pelicans would have to sign him to join the roster. As Woj has reported, only players eligible to sign are the ones who played this season. So no international guys, which is what Luzada would fall under coming from Australia. So very excited for him to make the roster this coming season. He will bring a lot of value this coming season in terms of being a 3 and D guy, probably. I'm... I'm and that's what the Pelicans need right now. Luzada is a stud, uh, and it's great that he filled a role with the NBL championship team this last year, averaged 10.2 points, 1.6 assists, and 3.7 rebounds on 41% shooting from the field. So didn't have an incredible year, but the the ceiling is high for Luzada. He's, he's going to fill a role for the Pelicans. He is 6'5", 185, so he'll be a guy that can guard a 2-3 on opposing teams. So Lozada, a very high ceiling coming from overseas. I, I, Pelicans fans need to get excited about this guy. Go watch his tape. Uh, you'll be able to see just how much he'll be able to contribute for the Pelicans in 2020-2021. However, that season will be shaking out. Also, from what we're hearing, 
according to Lopez, is that Zion is good to go. And if Pelicans fans are excited about Didi Luzada next season, they ought to be real, real excited about Zion for the remainder of this one. We obviously got to see the beginnings of Zion's career this season, 19 games. And over those 20 games that he was available, he did sit out one. Pelicans went 11-9. and nine. Not exactly where they want to be, but the, the schedule wasn't exactly beneficial in terms of how the Pels would go forward uh, in that schedule. But the Pelicans are still very, very ready to go with Zion. If you're not excited, I don't know if you've been watching basketball at all this year, uh, even just generic fans, g- generic NBA fans should be thrilled that Zion's coming back and healthy uh, in shape. And he's, uh, Andrew said he's ready. and He stayed ready this whole time. So Zion still got that fire folks. I, I just, if he's working on his defense and his conditioning this offseason, apparently there's some news about him working a diet, and so is Brandon Ingram. Uh, he could come back, and basically he could have watched tape this entire time and really improved defensively, and that would be huge. Obviously, we're not expecting a drastic increase for, for Zion in any facet of his game. It's only been a few months, and uh, he's been at the facility. We don't know what that necessarily entails other than rehab on his knee. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'm excited. Pelicans fans are excited to see where Zion will go uh, this this upcoming uh, remainder of the season and hopefully the playoffs. I, I have a feeling that uh, we've done a lot of uh, shit talking of the Memphis Grizzlies here on Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans. And I have a feeling that Zion is going to absolutely thrash uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. on on the base or uh, close to the basket. So. Uh, <laughs> Jackson's a Jaron Jackson Jr. is a good defender. He's he's a good basketball player, but down low Zion's just gonna bully him. So I'm quite excited for that as a Pelicans fan. Also, and this will be a topic of conversation tomorrow on uh, the podcast with a guest who I think I said at the top of the show, so <laughs> might have already ruined that. But if I did not, we're gonna be talking about it here uh, uh, at the bottom as well. So Kenrich Williams as he returns. This could be what determines if he is re-signed this offseason or not. Williams, who has only played a total of 81 games in his entire career with the Pelicans, is a valued member of the roster, but hasn't quite shown what he can do exactly. He can't really shoot super well, and the Pelicans are really in need of that 2-3 guy who can defend that position and also shoot threes for the Pelicans and he's really just going to bring value to the defensive side of the floor and get boards. Williams is not is not a uh, offensive asset in the slightest really. Um, he's only scored 132 points the entirety of the season. Only played 35 games this season. Averaged 22.3 points. Shot 34% from the field. 26% from three. Did average five rebounds and 1.5 assists in that time frame, just averaged 3.8 points per game this season. At the beginning of the season, 
our guy Kenny Hustle was looking pretty good, looking like he might earn a contract, a hefty contract uh, at, at some point this offseason, scoring 16 points against the Golden State Warriors on October 28th, 15 points against the Charlotte Hornets on November 9th, and 11 points against the Lakers on November 27th. But those are the only three times he's been in double figures this season in terms of scoring, but has rebounded to the tune of 13 rebounds against the Trailblazers on November 19th, 11 against the Rockets on November 11th, and then 10 against the Golden State Warriors on November 17th, and the Los Angeles Clippers on November 14th. So basically in that October-November range, Williams was looking pretty good, and unfortunately, that's when the Pelicans were kind of sucking. So uh, it's it's really tough to say as to whether or not he'll be brought back this season. And personally, if you saw the poll today, which we're going to talk about in a second, uh, your, your thoughts as Pelicans fans, I think it's got to be contingent on his play this offseason. It's got to, not this offseason, sorry, the remainder of this season. It's got to be. Because looking at the remainder of the Pelicans' schedule, they'll be taking on the Kings, like I said, Spurs as well. The Grizzlies going forward to boot, and that that will be huge. The Utah Jazz and the Magic. So against the Kings, he'll probably be matched up with a guy like Harrison Barnes. I would guess he's not fast enough to keep up with De'Aaron Fox. That'll be Alonzo Ball. Uh, thing Utah Jazz I'd probably say Joe Ingles or because Ingles is pretty slow also taking on the Clippers so he'll be forced to guard guys like Kawhi Paul George Spurs like I said it'll be the uh, the uh, it'll be DeMar DeRozan Grizzlies it'll probably be uh, Jaron Jackson and then for the Magic I would imagine that the Magic are probably going to treat that game like an exhibition so I would say he'll probably take Aaron Gordon if it was a regular game, maybe a maybe like a Terrence Ross uh, or James Ennis III. I guess we'll see uh, in, in that circumstance. But and we'll see how it goes in the playoffs too. They're probably going to be taking on the Grizzlies in that first round, I would imagine. And I, I'm a big fan of Kenny Hustle. I like Kenny Hustle. I think as far as I mean, you know, I'm not a huge fan. I, I think he's a good enough defender uh, that will help out going forward. Uh, he's cheap. If he can improve that jump shot, good God, he really needs to. I, I hope he's been taking this offseason and he's been working with Fred Vinson, who helped finish or fix Lonzo's jump shot, helped with Brandon Ingram, Ingram's jump shot as well. He's probably going to be a very valuable, valued coach this offseason in terms of guys who are looking not necessarily to hire a head coach but um, he could get paid is basically what I'm getting at for being an assistant whether or not he stays with the Pelicans so uh, we'll see what happens but overall looking at this poll which is not over yet if you want to head over and, and show or share your thoughts go ahead and do that we can talk about that more on tomorrow's podcast with who the guest will be but on today's poll should at Williams Kenrich, if you want to follow him on Twitter, he also has not tweeted since October of last year, so wouldn't recommend it. But should 
Kenny Williams be Kenny Hustle be re-signed in New Orleans this offseason? Is it contingent on his play during the remainder of the 2020 NBA season? And of course, you can drop why uh, below that tweet if you'd like to. And of course, you can still respond. There are seven hours left at this moment, so I guess it will be done by tomorrow morning. But when this is posted, but you can still respond and be featured on tomorrow's podcast as well. So as of right now, early on, it was overwhelmingly yes. People were saying, yes, we want Kenny back. But now it's really starting to even out. This is a very 50-50 thing. I don't necessarily think the 116 votes are representative of the entirety of the Pelicans fan base. But 51.7% are saying yes, and 48.3% are saying no. And I think either option is really honestly justified. We got a ton of responses uh, from, from both ends. A guy by the name of JW9911 says he's a cheap option, wing option. Is If he can shoot, he is what we are looking for in today's league. To fudge, who responded to uh, Grubb's tweet today said don't let Kenny Hustle go and then Preston Ellis who's been a guest on this podcast as well you can scroll down and listen to that one he's from Bleacher Report the Bird Calls podcast and then of course the Bird writes he says that Kenny Hustle is a low-cost wing who can defend rebound and move the ball plus you have his Bird rights the coaching staff is clearly high on him I'd hold on to him and pray his jump shot improves. He's only 81. He's only played 81 career games. I'd for sure keep him over Darius Miller or Jaleel Okafor. I'd have to agree there big time. Not an Okafor in terms of the future guy. Not a Darius Miller guy, obviously, if what you've listened to so far has rung a bell with you. On the other hand, that tweet by Grubb, he said, bye, Felicia, in the initial tweet. So uh, appreciate that, Grubb. But I asked why, and he said that Kenny Hustle can't shoot, can't dribble, too slow to guard threes, too small to guard, fo- guard fours. His contract and talents are easily replaceable. On a contending team, he's a two-way player on this roster. He's 10th best at most and throws up deuces he is not a kenny hustle kind of guy kenrich williams guy greg our brazilian fan as well says the pels indeed need a guy who can guard a two and three and four but they also need this guy to be a two-way player and kenny only plays defense and for samuel stands a guy who has been a stand for this podcast from the get-go says draft sadiq bay now, I don't know a whole lot about Sadiq Bey. I know that Stans is, Samuel Stans is high on him. I've heard him as an option for the Pelicans to grab at 13. So in terms of that, I really don't want to go to the draft for, for this position. I like Devin Vassell. I don't know a lot about Sadiq Bey. He could be a better version of Devin Vassell. But um, if we are to go to the draft for this position, I, I would say probably two of those guys. But on the other hand, there's a lot of known commodities this offseason that will be free agents. And we'll talk about that on tomorrow's podcast as well. And then I've got an article that'll be up probably today or tomorrow on this exact situation for, uh, and that'll be on the bird rights as well. So you'll be able to stick around and check that out. But for those of you who want Kenny Hustle to come back, I totally understand. And it just depends on who's available in free agency, honestly, for me. And I'll dive into this more in the article that'll be out either today or will have been out yesterday, I suppose. 
uh, by the time this is posted. But I think Kenny Hustle can really earn a spot on the roster based on what he does the remainder of this regular season and playoffs. If he really shows and earns that nickname, Kenny Hustle, and really does an excellent job defending, then he could be brought back and be brought back to the tune of probably 10 to $12 million this upcoming season. Whereas right now uh, he's making, he's on a two year, $2.2 million contract. So that would be huge. Maybe not 10 to 12. Uh, we'll see. Cause it is, it will be a small sample size, probably to the tune of six or seven, maybe eight. Um, but he's not making a ton this, this off season. I think you could sign him to a one plus one club option this off season. And that would be most beneficial for him. I don't necessarily want Jaleel Okafor back. I don't necessarily want Frank Jackson back. I don't necessarily want Darius Miller back. Maybe not even Etwan Moore. We'll see how that goes. That'd be a situation where I'd be open to a one plus one or a two plus one, maybe. Uh, again, club option. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens in this offseason, in this remainder of the regular season. It's all going to be up to Kenny Hustle, I think, Kenrich Williams. I think he's an NBA player. I think he's valuable on other teams, but he's just got to get better at that jump shot. And we are so reliant on Fred Vincent for that. He's hopefully been in the gym, hopefully been figuring that out. And hopefully going forward, he'll be able to help out on the offensive end. Yes, he can move the ball, he can get rebounds, and he can defend to an extent, but got to pick it up on the offensive side of the ball, if you ask me. Now, come back tomorrow. We've got Ali Cosell on the show. That's the guest. I might have already said that at the top of the podcast. I'm pretty sure I did, actually. Ali Cosell, uh, editor-in-chief of The Bird Rights, have yet to have him on the podcast, so very excited for that one. We have had other guys from The Bird Rights, Preston Ellis, Chris Connor, David Grubb, but now we're getting the man himself, Ali Cosell, who heads the whole thing. So we're very excited about that. Also, it will have been yesterday. I will be on Chasing Foul Balls in Macomb, Mississippi on Wednesday around 7, 10 p.m. So hopefully if you are in the area, you're able to check it out and I'll be talking a little Pelicans. So that should be fun. If there is a link that I can find, go ahead and I'll go ahead and retweet that. Uh, I'm not sure if it is, if it will be on like a podcast or anything. I kind of doubt it, but but we'll see what happens. Um, very excited to be on the show chasing foul balls in Macomb, Mississippi at 7, 10 p.m on Wednesday night. Also, keep an eye out for a little partnership that we're doing with other Pelicans podcasts. Uh, we're looking to do some aid with the Black Lives Matter movement in New Orleans, and we would greatly, greatly appreciate your help there as well. And if you want to check something out at this very moment, head over to that podcast with David Grubb. I've got links in there of how and where you can donate to. There is a GoFundMe for Brianna Taylor, and I believe there's a bail, uh, a place where you can donate to bail in New Orleans as well. For those who are in uh, lockup or, or who were arrested because of the riots or, or what was happening in New Orleans or, or just simply peaceful protesting. So uh, excellent place for you to donate believe in the New Orleans Pelicans fans listeners first off before I continue I want to thank you for listening today again and checking out that David Grubb podcast again trending to be our top listened podcast so far if you want to be a part of that poll uh, you won't be able to vote by the time this is podcast or this is up 
on, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, etc. But you can still head over and respond to it. And I will be talking with Ollie Cosell tomorrow. That'll be uh, an awesome, awesome podcast. And we'll be talking a little bit more about your reactions as well. In order to respond to that poll, you're going to have to head over to at Elliot Clough on Twitter. It's E-L-I-O-T-C-L-O-U-G-H. And if you respond to that, you're going to get featured on this podcast. And of course, you can always hashtag what the Pell in order to engage with us as well. And while you're here, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, subscribe and leave a rate and review. Do it! That's going to help out this podcast a ton go follow believe on instagram twitter and facebook and you can check out a plethora of their other podcasts on believe.com or just head over to apple podcast spotify or google play and you can check out some more pelicans coverage on fansided's hoops habit website we having another article coming out there as well later this week just click west and then scroll down to new orleans pelicans you're going to find some coverage of the pelicans there and of course you can head over to the birdrights.com to see not only my coverage but preston ellis's chris connor's ollie's ollie cosell who will be our guest tomorrow and some other awesome coverage by some other really intelligent guys who have been covering the pelicans for a long time so definitely want to head over there and check that out once again i am elliot clough and this was believe in the New Orleans Pelicans. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.